0: How would you like to be part of a conversation that changed someone's life or even changed your own life? Welcome to the Be Fun, Be Kind podcast, where we have amazing discussions hosted by someone new each week. Join us at BeFunBeKind.com to be part of our live events. Now here's your host for this week's episode. All right, what is up, guys? Listeners, my name is Ben Hewitt and... I am the host for the Listening to Leaders podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, any available platforms. Um, today, I am here to talk a little bit about leadership. Specifically, I'm going to talk about how everyone has the potential to be a leader and to empower those around them. And as some of you are, are joining in, um, welcome. I'm excited for this discussion. And so I'm going to be talking about how everyone has the potential to be a leader and empower those around them. And so I will discuss how every person is here um, for a purpose. Every single person, uh, every single one of you listening um, is here for a purpose in every single life. Is important and has unique gifts and talents to offer. So that can really be summed up in in three points, and that's really where my talk is going to land on three main points. And so I'll dive into those points, but before I do, um, I'll kind of unpack a little bit about who I am, um, where I'm from, where I live currently. So I'm from um, Tampa, Florida. So right now, um, Buccaneers playing in the Super Bowl, so that's big for us, and we're normally not used to competing for championships in Tampa, so it's an exciting time, but I lived in Tampa for 18 years, then I went to college at Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama, and so I currently live there, just got married this past June, um, COVID wedding, so it was It was crazy, but we were able to get through it, and so uh, I've been married almost eight months now, I guess, to to my wonderful wife, and that time has flown by. Um, I currently work at a church in Homewood, Alabama as the middle school pastor. Used to do some work in college ministry before I transitioned to student ministry, and so really, um, I've been working in ministry the last four or so years of my life, and I've done a lot of college ministry and student ministry and A lot of my passions involve uh, speaking and and writing and and working in the church. And I felt that call ever since I was 16 years old. And one of my other passions is learning and really just empowering others to be leaders and to see their potential. I think one of the greatest tragedies is when people live a life not realizing their potential. And a lot of that can be fogged in, in many different areas. A lot of it can be a lack of confidence. A lot of it can be a lack of uh, of uh, trust. It can be a fear of stepping out. Um, it, it can also be a misunderstanding of what tapping into your potential truly means. And so I'm going to challenge a lot of you through this talk of really what makes a leader. And so like I've discussed, um, this talk is hopefully going to empower you to become a leader, to tap into the leadership potential that you have as people are joining in Welcome. Glad you guys are here for the uh, live talk. And um, so, like I said, empowering yourself, tapping into your leadership can be summed up in in these three main points. Number one, you can be a leader. So that means everybody listening right now, you can be a leader. Everybody listening on the podcast, you can be a leader. It means that your life matters and it means that you have so much to offer. And so, like I said, um, currently working in a church. And so that means I am a believer, a Christian. And that means that I believe in uh, that Jesus Christ is my savior and that he has died not only for my sins, but for the sins of everyone. And that concludes all of you listening. That includes all of you listening to the podcast, to the live talk. And it can really be summed up in this verse from the Bible, starting in John 3, verse 16, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. And so this is what I believe. And so everything that I believe about leadership, about the hope that we can have, about the trust and the comfort that we can have and the identity that we can have as leaders and trusting that our lives matter, it is rooted in the good (laughs) news of, the gospel. Um, It is rooted in, in the word of God. And so as we begin, I'm going to tap into the first point that I mentioned, that you can be a leader. And I really hope, those of you listening right now, I hope you hear me in this. I hope you trust this. I know a lot of things have been going on lately in our world. I know that a lot of people have, including myself, just life is difficult, and we've faced challenges. We've faced setbacks. We've faced letdowns and disappointments, and it can be hard. And growing up for me in school, I was always the shy kid. I was always the kid that didn't really understand who I was. And I struggled to find myself, my identity. I struggled to figure out where I was able to fit in. And I was, I was huge into playing baseball. And so I loved baseball. And really, that's where I found my identity. And baseball wasn't where I was meant to be. I wasn't that good of a baseball player. I was about a hundred pounds and about four foot five. So you can't really succeed in baseball or any athletic sport when you're that small. And thankfully I've had a growth spurt, but that was kind of my life in high school and middle school. And so that was where my identity was rooted though. And so I struggled a lot because I felt like something was always missing. And I was the quiet kid. I was the shy kid. I never stepped out. And then suddenly I realized I felt this calling on my life. I felt God calling me into the ministry, calling me to be a pastor one day and And throughout that i 've grown and i 've learned, but similar to how God has called me, God is also calling you, and God has a specific plan designed specifically for you. Our God is intentional, and our God knows you, He knows your heart, and He loves you and he's He has designed you to be a leader and to stand out for him um, in every single one of us, we have been designed for a purpose, and I believe. Ultimately, that purpose that we have been designed for is to glorify God. And so even if right now, if you don't have a large platform, we're going to dive into this deeper, but leadership is not just having a large platform. Leadership is not just having all of this success or popularity or achievement. Leadership is understanding who you are living for. And so I believe that we have all been designed to live and to glorify God through the life that we have that we are living and it can be summed up in Genesis start chapter one, verse 27. And it says, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. So that is proof right there from the word of God that we have been created in the image of God. And so when you hear this phrase, you can be a leader. What do you immediately think of? I want to ask you this question. When you hear this phrase, you can be a leader. What do you immediately think of? Do you immediately think like I started to tap into success, achievement, popularity, influence, all of these things, especially I feel like our culture these days has highlighted these things of of being an influencer, of having all of this popularity, of being well known, of having all of this notoriety, of having all of this money, having all of this, success. And, and hear me on this, success and achievement, having a lot of money, having a lot of notoriety, being popular, being well-known, being an influencer, that is not a bad thing in itself. But when it is used for the wrong things, when it becomes your foundation, that is when it is a bad thing. So when you hear this phrase, you can be a leader, what do you immediately think of? I'm going to hopefully challenge your thinking a little bit and stretch your thinking just a little bit in this because I do not believe that achievement, success, influence make up a true leader. I believe a true leader, a true Christian leader can be found by answering this question, who do you live for? Who are you living for? For I believe that as people we have been designed to not live for ourselves, and it's a temptation that we all have, right? It's a temptation that we all have to live for ourselves, and and it's it's a natural desire to want to protect ourselves, to want to watch out for us, to want to put ourselves first. And and what happens when we do this, especially in the leadership field? And I know I'm I'm talking right now. I've I've introduced myself. I'm from a I'm speaking from a, a the truth that I believe in the Bible and specifically my career down this alley of ministry in the in the church, but it also bridges into enterprise and it bridges into businesses. It bridges into schools because all of these things are corporations that if if us as leaders, if our view on leadership is success and achievement and notoriety and influence, then leadership becomes a competition. And leadership becomes a competition instead of learning from each other, instead of serving, instead of, living for each other. And, and, and instead it becomes all about us and it becomes about what I can get. It becomes a take system and, and, and it doesn't become a give system. It doesn't become a serve system. It is instead, what can I do for myself? And, and if somebody falls on their next to me, if I'm rising up the ladder, that's what matters. And, and that to me is toxic leadership. That to me is saying I, all I care about is myself. All I care about is, is Gaining all of this for myself, and that in itself is not really leadership because who are you leading in that in that you are not leading you are just gaining and and like I said, I believe that as as people and and as children and and daughters and sons of God, we are designed not to live for ourselves but to put others over ourselves. we are designed ultimately and ultimately in that to put. God first. And and it can be summed up in this one sentence. And this is the sentence that if, if I had a motto for my life, this would be it right here. This would be it to know God and to make him known to others. If I had one sentence, the sentence that I live by, the motto that I live by, it is to know God and to make him known to others. And I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, Soul, that just came out on Disney. It's a pretty good movie. And it was an interesting concept on just what happens when you die and and what is the true meaning of life and how do you find true fulfillment and in this movie uh the two main characters one is a musician and he thinks his purpose is music and so his whole focus is i am going to climb up this ladder of music i'm going to he finally get this gets this gig and then once he gets his dream gig he ends up falling down a sewer drain terrible i mean terrible sequence of events and he dies or becomes severely injured, and he's about to, I mean, he's he's left earth. And so in that, it, he meets somebody that has yet to come down to earth, the spirit that has yet to come down to earth. And it's this concept of you have to figure out what your purpose is, and 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 that allows you to come to earth, and then you find your spark. They call it you find your spark in the movie. And so really it's just this idea of what is your true purpose and how do you find your true purpose and how do you find your true meaning in life? And it's a really fascinating film. And at the end of the film, the the main character, the musician realizes that his true purpose is not music. It's not solely gaining popularity in music and success in music. And he, he finds it. I mean, he gets the success in music and he gains it and he's left empty. And I think if, if a lot of us truly gained what we wanted, as leaders, if we truly gained what we wanted in this life, I believe that we would be left empty. If if we asked 50 random people on the street, what do you want in your life? I think a lot of them would say, I would want a financially comfortable life. I would want a nice car. I would want a nice house. I would want all of these things, all of these materialistic things, or I would want like we just said influence popularity all these materialistic things that that are not a firm foundation and i feel like all of us we can get wrapped up in this in this pursuit of i'm going to chase after these things and through our leadership we can chase after that and so when we start small projects when we take risks when we either start small businesses or we take risks in the church and we do all these things i'm going to tell you straight up and specifically from experience When you first start leading and you first start taking risks, what you do is not going to be high quality and what you do is not going to be the best of its ability because as leaders we should constantly be learning we should constantly be growing and the minute we decide to step out. We don't just immediately tap into this huge potential that we have and start producing all this excellent content. A lot of what happens is people step out, especially artists and, and, and filmmakers and, and, and writers and, and speakers, and they step out and they start doing all of these great things. And, and it's not what they've pictured in their heads. It's not as great as they know it could be. And then they quit. And they stop because their focus is, okay, I'm going to get to this point instead of focusing on how can I use what I have right now, the gifts that I have right now, how can I use that to benefit other people? How can I use it to serve other people? And how can I use it ultimately to glorify God? Because I don't know if, if you're a believer listening to this, if you're a Christian listening to this, but all of us being designed by God, he is the one who gives us the gifts that we have. Not a single one of us has earned the gifts that we have. Not a single one of us has done, paid all this money to have the gifts that we have. God has given us these gifts to glorify him. And when we say, I'm going to I'm gonna turn my back on that and I'm going to chase after all these things, one day we are going to find ourselves seeking for fulfillment and we're not going to be able to find it. Even if we achieve what we want, we're not going to be able to find it. And so as I say this phrase, you can be a leader. I hope that you understand that you right now listening to this in this moment, in this instant, you can be a leader. It doesn't mean that you can be a leader. You can start producing all these amazing things and become super popular and become super successful and rich and famous and an influencer and all these things. No, no, no. You can be a leader means that you yourself have the power to say I am going to love people I'm going to serve people I'm going to put God first I'm going to love him and I'm going to live by this motto to know God and to make him known to others and when we do this when we live by this motto to know God and to make him known to others we are leaders we are leaders and and Bridging off of this, I mean, I immediately started off with with a pretty bold statement, right? I mean, you can be a leader. Some people might immediately be shutting me off and just saying, wow, that's a that's a bold statement. And, and I think a lot of people need to hear this phrase. And this is my second point, that your life matters. Your life matters. I think a lot of us, especially during these crazy COVID times and, and isolation and, and everything that people are going through feel alone People feel discouraged. People feel disappointed. People feel like their life does not matter. People feel like they are invisible. Like they cannot be seen whatever they're going through, whether it be a tragedy, whether it be a, a family member that has passed away due to this disease or a family member that has passed away that they were not able to see or visit with and, and they feel alone and it hurts and they feel pain and they can't be comforted by the, the fellowship and the community of others. And I believe that, that a lot of people right now are in, in dark places of depression and anxiety and all of these things. And, and a lot of people sadly have, I, I believe have, have started to either wrestle with this or, or have come to just accept this, that, that their life does not matter. And I hope that you hear my words in this—that your life matters. I hope that you hear the truth in the gospel that I have presented throughout this talk—that your life matters, not just I, I can't make your life matter. These words that I say right now—the only thing giving purpose and meaning to my words is—is is because I'm trusting that the Holy Spirit is speaking through this and is presenting this, and and that means that 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 God Himself is the one that brings meaning and purpose to our lives. He is the one that makes our lives matter. And, and, and he meets us where we are. He finds us where we are. He seeks us out. He doesn't leave us to go through darkness alone. Psalm 23 is, is a uh, chapter in the Bible. And for those of you not familiar with the Bible, it is written by this King, King David and King David has messed up. He has, he's, He's risen. He's a popular leader, but he has messed up. And so, a lot of you, I realize, also maybe you are leaders and you've fallen. You've made mistakes. You've messed up. You've done things that you regret. You've lost family members. Maybe you've had had a, a issues in your marriage, and and you've messed up. And and that is human nature that we are imperfect and we are going to mess up we are going to make mistakes there is not a single perfect human here among us on this earth every single one of you listening to us i'm I'm sure you can agree on this that that we are imperfect we have made mistakes i have made plenty of mistakes and and in this passage uh psalm 23 king david he has made some terrible mistakes he's had an affair He's tried to cover up this affair by, by killing the, the husband of the wife that, that he cheated with. And so he's tried to clean up his mess, and it's turned into a bigger mess. And he is just in deep despair, and he has done all of this wrong. And Psalms in itself, the book of Psalms in the Bible is such an authentic prayer from King David, and he writes... Uh, he reminds us that, that the Lord is our shepherd, that, that the Lord is guiding us, that God is guiding us, that God is with us, holding our hands. And, and this phrase, I love it. Hear this phrase. Hear this phrase. This is from the word of God itself. He makes a table, talking about God, he makes a table amongst our enemies. And what a powerful phrase that is because that in itself shows us the God that we have on our side does not leave us in times of despair no he does not lead us when he does not leave us when we make mistakes or when we mess up no quite the opposite he makes a table with us amongst our enemies he makes a table even if we have created these enemies even if we have messed up even if we have done something to tarnish our leadership all of these things he makes a table amongst us he is with us he is guiding us he is providing us comfort. He's providing us hope. And we can trust that, that when we proclaim that we believe that Jesus is our Savior, our way to God, our atonement for our mistakes, we can trust that no matter what we do, that God is going to be with us. And, and if you don't know that, I promise you that God is seeking after you if you feel lost right now. If you do not believe in God, if you feel like you are too far away from God, God is seeking after you. He is in love with you. He is pursuing you and he wants to have a relationship with you. And so I hope you hear that your life matters. Your life has been designed for a purpose. You can be a leader and you can trust that, that leadership that that your life mattering is not based on what you do it is not based on perfection it is not based on achieving all these things you can you can start all the businesses in the world you can start all these things in the world and if you fail at every single one of them your life still matters and your leadership still matters because because God has designed you God loves you and God is the one who brings you purpose he makes a table with you amongst our enemies making a table saying is saying i'm i'm going to be here for a long time with you i'm going to sit here with you i'm going to endure this with you and and through this i hope that you hear this point and that you believe this point this is my final point you have so much to offer you have so much to offer whoever you are listening to this talk whenever you're listening to it I hope you realize that you have so much to offer. You are alive right now. You are breathing right now because you have so much to offer, because there is meaning to your life, because you have purpose yet to tap into, you have potential yet to tap into, you have all of these things. You have so much to offer, you have so much. To offer Matthew five is, is a verse in the Bible that that really gives us purpose that that branches off of um, that that uh, to know God and to, and to make Him known to others and and Matthew five is just a calling for all of us to be a light. It's calling for Christians to to be a light in this world to represent God to to live for Him and and really that is our encouragement right there that that we are all called no matter where we are we can be lights. For him, we can like we, like we've talked about. We can love, we can serve, we can be a light, we can represent God. We can live for him with everything that we have. And so I would encourage you to find hope not in your surroundings, but in what God has done for us, and the truth that He loves you, and He will never stop loving you. You have so much to offer, and and I would encourage you in this: lead by loving others. Don't lead by trying to gain all of this for yourself. Don't lead by by trying to become this, this huge iconic person, lead by loving others, lead by putting others first, lead by serving and, and then start leading, start leading. And and you can start leading right now. The fact that you are listening to this shows that you have so much to offer. It shows that you can be a leader. It shows that your life matters. And I hope you believe that. I hope you trust that. And so I would encourage you find your purpose in what God has done for you in the foundation that he has laid for us that cannot be tapped into, that cannot be tarnished. It cannot be shaken. Find your purpose in this and not in achievement, not in success, hope in this trust in this, because you have so much to offer. And when times come where you have doubt, when times come where, where it might feel hopeless, where you feel like you can't keep going, where you just feel invisible, just remember this truth. Just remember this truth that, that, your life matters and that you have so much to offer to say, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep learning. And that's really the premise of of the podcast that I host, the Listening to Leaders podcast. It is that to, to gather different Christian leaders and to hear their stories, to hear what they've gone through and, and to hear stories of, of triumph, stories that are encouraging, stories of hope, stories of comfort. And it's really just to come with this open heart of saying, nobody has it figured out. Nobody has reached the final level and succeeded. The only one that has is Jesus Christ himself. All of us here on earth, we are fallen. We are sinful, but we have been given a second chance. We have been given a chance to be redeemed. We have been given a chance to be saved and a chance to know God and to make him known to others. So just to remind you of of my points, they are this, that you can be a leader that you have been designed to be a leader. You have been designed to glorify God. You have been designed with a purpose. You can be a leader. Number two, your life matters. And number three, you have so much to offer. You have so much to offer. And so trust that. Keep going. Persevere. Fight through whatever battle you're facing. Know that you are not alone. Know that our God makes a table with you. He is there with you. And through it, we can trust that God has a plan for our lives, and that no matter what we face, He is going to use it for His good. And so, even if you find yourselves in a dark financial season where you are just doing something, um, you are just scraping by to make ends meet, or maybe you have a job that you absolutely hate, trust that you are there for a reason. Trust that you are seen. Trust that God is with you, and realize that you can be a leader in this moment. The uh, a, a toxic thing that that a lot of leaders do is that they they don't spend time looking at where they are. They spend time looking ahead. They spend time trying to figure out how they can get up the ladder, how they can figure out how they can get to to the level two instead of focusing on level one. And no matter what level you are on, no matter, I even hate using the word level, no matter where you are right now, no matter what career you're in, occupation, whatever you do, you can be a leader. And so focus on how you can learn, how you can become a better person where you are, what God wants to teach you right now, open your ears to him, pray for a soft heart to receive his word, to receive his comfort and to receive his hope. And and I just hope that you realize the redemption that has been given to you. I hope that you are encouraged by the hope that we have in the gospel. And I hope that you build your leadership. I hope that you build your leadership and your life on the foundation of the good news of the gospel, because that is the foundation that cannot be shaken. And that is the foundation that will not cave. That is the foundation that will be here for the end of time. It will be here when the new heaven and the new earth come. It will be here way past our time. And that foundation is rock solid. And so I would encourage you build your leadership on that. Build your leadership on God. Build your leadership on his promises, on his word, on his truth. And your leadership will not fail to know God and to make him known to others. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in this week. We would love for you to be part of our next discussion. Join our live events happening every week at BeFunBekind.com. See you soon.